In this episode, you'll learn how to compress your supplement sales funnel for maximum impact. Welcome to Health Business Mastery, the Creative Thirst Podcast. I'm your host, Bobby Hewitt. So most marketers look at sales funnel strategy the exact same way. The prospect first comes aware of your brand at the top of the funnel in the awareness stage and To do this, the marketer uses traditional lead generation tactics in this stage, such as opt-ins, getting uh, people to put their email address in with a lead magnet. And then next comes the interest stage in which the prospect learns more about the brand, what they offer. Uh, They may search for competitors or they may start to do research about their problem at this stage. And then that's followed by uh, the desire stage. The, this stage is where your sales funnel or your lead becomes um, a prospect, where where you're you go from uh, just getting that email acquired to be to they elevate themselves to become an actual uh, prospect, and they're considering making a purchase. And finally, action is taken on the part of the prospect, where they buy your product. This is the traditional. ADA uh, sales funnel stages, which ADA stands for attention, interest, desire, and action. It's A-I-D-A. These sales funnel stages are supported through the different types of content to further the visitor down the funnel, nurturing them along the way um, and leading them to becoming a customer. But what if you could compress the sales funnel into a single session? That's what we're going to look at in this episode. So to do that, we need to look at the sales funnel stages differently. And the problem with using sales funnel stages in the traditional way is that they require a business to have either a ton of time to wait for a sale as the prospect moves along from one stage to the other, um, going from email opt-in to warming them up, and then to selling them. But the direct response funnel, on the other hand, compresses the funnel stages into a single visitor session. That's the whole point of direct response, getting someone to respond on a direct ad, to get an immediate sale so you can break even on your ad spend on day one or sooner, soon after day one. So with this approach, your ad budget becomes unlimited, and you can not only scale your business quickly, but you can also defend your share of the market from competitors by paying more per customer uh, and pushing out people who cannot afford to pay that. The compressed sales funnel then still contains the same basic ADA structure, attention, interest, desire, action, but more or less, they happen much quicker within the same session and across a different set of funnel stages or steps within the funnel. Compressing the traditional view of a sales funnel uh, into one session kind of looks like this. The marketer asks for attention, interest, desire, and action all on a single sales page with a single visitor session. So typically this happens in a long-form sales page or a video sales letter. In either case, the sales page has the following uh, sections or stages. The hook, 
the lead, the argument, the product information, the proof, the offer or call to action, the guarantee, more proof, and then a final call to action. Remember, all of these uh, stages, and calling them stages is really kind of confusing, so let's call them uh, all of these steps. All of these steps on the sales page leads the visitor to the action, which is the purchase, in one session. This is very counterintuitive to an e-commerce approach uh, or a multi-channel or a omni-channel approach, which some of your listeners here may be very familiar with. This approach is really the direct response approach that has worked in traditional uh, offline and also works in online. And we're going to unpack kind of what those different uh, steps in that sales page, how that translates to the actual sales page itself next. So imagine, if you will, a sales page uh, or a product uh, detail page in which you are not presenting the problem, uh, the product up front on a traditional kind of e-commerce look, but rather you are leading them into a long, long article. At the very top of that sales page is the attention, the A from the ADA framework. And you want to grab their attention with a hook. Then after the hook, you want to go and transition into what is called the lead. The lead is where you pique their interest, the I in the ADA framework. Next, you want to build desire. Uh, and that is where the marketing argument comes in, where the product introduction comes in, where the proof or the science uh, then also comes in. The argument, product introduction, and proof comes in in that desire stage. After the desire stage, it is the final stage action. And that is where the offer the call to action, the guarantee, more proof that you layer on top, and then a final uh, call to action at the very bottom of the page. That is the ADA framework in a direct response sales page. And again, it goes attention, interest, desire, action. And the direct response uh, version of that is hook, lead, argument, product introduction, proof or science, offer, or call to action, guarantee, more proof, and then final call to action. That is all the stages as it relates to a sales funnel. Whereas in a traditional sales funnel, the sales stages would happen across different visits and perhaps even different devices. As a visitor goes away and researches, comes back uh, before actually deciding on a purchase. In a compressed funnel, however, the hook is what grabs the visitor's attention. The lead copy, or the first 500 to 800 words or so, is what intensifies their interest. That is what creates their desire, or leads into their desire. Um, then, while their desire is stirred through the marketing argument, the introduction of the product, and proof or the science, 
that it will work for them. This is where the unique mechanism comes in specifically for a health supplement product. And then finally, the offer, the guarantee, stacking more proof on top of that. Uh, that could be testimonials or reassurance. Uh, this is really what accumulates into the final action, uh, the visitor taking uh, the taking your visitor from prospect to buyer in a single session. Let's unpack the hook a little bit just to give you a bit more context. A marketing hook grabs the prospect's attention. It hooks them in and then creates that desire for them to want to know more, not about the product, but about the hook. The entire job of the hook is not to sell the product. It's not a one-liner or an elevator pitch. It's not the headline. The purpose of the hook is not to sell, nor is it to intensify the problem. And it does not start with simply grabbing interest and attention. The hook is where your big marketing idea lives. Most people treat a hook as a headline or as something to just grab them in order to intensify the the problem or the pain. But like I said, the hook is is really where your marketing big idea lives. Your headline and your marketing lead copy uh, hang off of the hook so that the hook drives and directs the response, the direct response selling, that is. When it comes to dietary supplements, the big idea and the hook combination drives all of your direct response marketing. It's the difference between a successful direct response campaign and one that's kind of on life support that's just not working. Um, It kind of goes back to a, a few core elements, and one of those elements is the hook. Here's an example. Let's take a look at uh, both the big idea and the marketing hook from a well-known dietary supplement direct response marketer, uh, Dr. Gundry. So Dr. Gundry is known in the direct response health space for his captivating VSLs, video sales letters. And its, it's focus is meant to both educate and pitch the offer. So... To understand this hook example, you'll first need to understand the product that the example comes from. This product is a a pro-plant shake. So you basically, you know, it comes in a tub, you scoop it out, you mix it with water, and you drink it. It consists of a high-fiber plant-protein blend. So this is targeted to the weight loss market. The target market is important because it adds context to the marketing hook and the big idea that we're about to unpack. If the product were targeting a different market, let's say the the big idea and the marketing hook would then dramatically change. So these are all kind of tied together. That's why it's a little difficult to explain, but we'll do our best here with this example. So now we're ready. Now you know the background information, um, the product and the market, and we're ready now to kind of break down both uh, the big idea and the hook. So first, here's the big idea. The reason why you struggle with losing weight is because you're eating something that you thought was good for losing weight, but it's not. That sentence encompasses the big idea. The big idea never needs to be explicitly stated like that. You won't necessarily see this big idea sentence stated as it is uh, 
in the sales copy anywhere. This is the essence of the idea expressed clearly just so you can understand it. And it's important to express the big idea clearly like that in a sentence uh, when developing a funnel and a sales page and, and all of that. The entire sales copy, including the ad copy, comes back to this one core idea again and again. And if we stray away from this one idea, it needs to be cut out. That information is just extraneous and it doesn't support the big idea. So this is our guiding light moving forward and what the marketing hook hangs on. Now, here's the marketing hook of that big idea. The right protein can help you lose weight, but the wrong one can destroy your health. That line actually comes directly from the VSL. I believe it's the opening line even from the video sales letter of that product. The marketing hook, if you noticed, I'll read it again, the right protein can help you lose weight, but the wrong one can destroy your health. Now that's the hook. So the marketing hook doesn't answer the question of the big idea, which is, how is the wrong thing I'm eating making me gain weight? Or even the implied question of the big idea, what should I eat? Instead, it opens up a series of questions. What is the right protein? Which are the wrong ones? How do the wrong proteins destroy my health and keep me from losing weight? How do the right proteins help me even to lose weight in the first place? I thought all proteins were the same. The last one goes against that belief. So the belief then is, I thought all proteins contributed to muscle gain and and were good for me. Um, If you eat protein instead of carbs, you'll keep the weight off, right? That's the belief. But this against the grain point of view or against the grain Uh, hook is one of the key factors that make a good marketing hook work. The hook activates a few emotions all at once. First, it has curiosity built right in. You want to know which is the right protein. After all, the common thinking is that protein helps you lose weight. Carbs are bad, not protein, right? That's kind of what people think. You're not quite sure anymore after reading this hook. So the marketing hook makes you question the belief that is already in the mind of the prospect that protein was ever really good for losing weight in the first place. The dissonance created in your mind needs to be rectified by watching the VSL. In addition, it activates a bit of fear and worry because you could be eating the wrong protein. Is is that the reason why it's been difficult for you to lose weight? By adding specificity, a specific type of protein, to the existing belief, they're kind of hooking onto that belief that it already exists in the mind of the prospect, that all protein is good for losing weight. It divides protein into two groups, the good protein and the bad protein. The concept of there being a good and bad side of of things already exists in many aspects of health. There's a good cholesterol, uh, the HDL, and there's a bad cholesterol, the LDL. But 
this is unique when it comes to protein. People aren't used to hearing the good and bad of protein. We just lump protein as one uh, giant thing. It's it's very new to the weight loss marketplace, and no other competitors are talking about it for weight loss. Those are all good signs that the hook is a solid good hook. It's also unique to the product, which is why we introduced the product into this earlier. The unique mechanism of action that allows you to lose weight is the specific type of plant protein found in the Pro Plant Complete Shake. It's not just any fiber. It's a very specific type. And finally, it's very compelling. It taps into the desire to want to know more about uh, what it is through fear that you might be eating the wrong things, as well as a, a pulling force of hope, which this specific type of plant protein is the reason why other diet shakes have not worked for you in the past. And the implied reason why this one will work for you. So the dual forces of desire, hope, uh, and the two uh, other forces of uh, belief and trust are all make up uh, what we call the the buyer decision framework we use for optimizing dietary supplement uh, funnels and sales pages through A/B testing. I won't get into that framework here, but you can kind of see the implications of how we apply it to just the hook. And after just unpacking the hook, you can see there's a lot into just the hook and the big idea. And we didn't even get to the next section, which is the lead, which we'll get into now. So the lead copy, remember, is about the first 500 or 800 words or so. It's not a specific uh, number like that, but it, it's it's basically a chunk. So the lead is what intensifies the interest. While their desire is stirred after that through the marketing argument, like we said, uh, and then the introduction of the product. Now, the lead is where you build your story. Sometimes it's built off of a single exceptionally strong testimonial, telling a story of that customer's journey. They're emotionally based on uh, anecdotal evidence to support the claims in a compliant way. Um, after running hundreds of A-B tests and breaking down multiple direct response sales copy for health supplements, I've identified a clear pattern that works for opening leads, and I'm going to share that with you here. Here's the breakdown. Uh, first, you want to introduce the problem in the lead. Then you want to intensify that problem. You want to empathize with that avatar. Next, you want to provide hope for a solution without actually stating the solution. That's a key important part, but it's not what you think. This keeps them reading and answers the immediate objection of, I know what the solution is going to be. You never want to have the prospect think that. Um, So you don't want to reveal what the answer is, or you don't want them to think that they know what the answer is. So you want to put contrarian uh, ideas into your lead. Next, you want to provide some proof. Now, this is proof uh, about, it could be about the author, it could be um, about the proof of the hook. It's not proof of the solution which is a key important uh, thing to note, since the solution is typically not revealed in the lead. 
And finally, you want to create an open loop to keep them uh, reading the sales copy or watching the video sales letter. Typically, a promise of telling them uh, that the key to finding the problem is about to be revealed. This episode would be a masterclass in hours long if we went into depth in every single thing. And we have uh, some other episodes where we go deeper and other articles if you're interested. But this, in in the sake of of keeping this short, we're just going to uh, stop there and not go any deeper into the lead or the hook and get back to kind of the compression of the sales funnel stages. So you see how we uh, thought about that compression and there's a framework we applied around that. And you also see how uh, even some of those elements in the lead go back to the buying forces that we talked about earlier. The basic crux that I wanted you to take away here is that the the direct response uh, marketer compresses the funnel stages uh, into a single session. And all of that is essentially happening on the sales page. But if we zoom out a little bit and take a look at the whole funnel, uh, here's how it looks. Uh, Sales page, step one. Order page, step two. Uh, Upsell, step three. Uh, then you can take them to a downsell, you can take them to upsell two, you can take them to upsell three, and then finally the thank you page. That is very, very different than the attention, interest, desire, action, which is typically the ad to blog article, to retargeting, to lead magnet, to opt-in, to email follow-up sequence. Neither one is better or worse than the other. It's just a different strategy um, and very, very different from an, an omni, uh, omni-marketing omni type of strategy and, and very, very different than an e-commerce strategy. The, the former stages all refer to a visitor's degree of readiness to commit to solving their problem. So the buyer commits through the act of purchase or multiple purchases within a single session, as with an upsell, through buying upsells after they just purchased the front-end offer. And the compressed funnel grabs the visitor's attention, intensifies their interest, stirs their desire to take action and buy today on a single sales page. Then it continues that momentum to buy again through immediate one-time upsells. Whereas in the ADA funnel, attention, interest, desire, action funnel, uh, as we noted earlier, can happen across several sessions and several devices and several days and periods of time. The compressed sales funnel stage approach not only allows the marketer to optimize and improve the funnel through more immediate feedback, but also to reap the rewards much sooner, which will allow the business to scale and grow by acquiring customers faster. Thanks for listening. That's all I've got for you today. If you're interested to learn more, uh, take a listen to this. Creative Thirst is a direct response digital agency focusing on conversion rate optimization and A-B testing. We work with dietary supplement companies, who are struggling to maximize the profitability of their funnels so they can scale. Through the last seven years in the online health space, we've optimized many dietary supplement businesses. And in that time, we've uncovered the three critical funnels for success. 
We put together that information in a free digital download called The Three Funnels Every Health Supplement Business Needs to Build a Multi-Million Dollar Empire. You can get that free report by going to creativethirst.com. Scroll down to the appropriate section and click on the blue Get Your Ebook button.